Max, what do you want for dinner? Justice. Hello, you beautiful nerds. To continue my rewatch of all of the DC shared universe movies, I took another look at that movie where the superheroes fight each other. No, not that one. No, not, not that one either. No, it's just, it's, it's, it's the one with Batman. So curl up with your favorite buddy and get very high. You're going to need the sedation and the emotional support because we're going to talk about... But first, a prelude. In the year of our Lord, 1997, a 45-minute TV special called Batman Superman World's Finest aired on Kids WB. The movie featured Batman and Superman meeting each other for the first time. Bruce is investigating the whereabouts of some stolen kryptonite, and it leads him to Metropolis. As soon as they meet, they tussle a little bit because they fight crime very differently. But in this scene, we get to see that Clark is way stronger than Bruce, but Bruce is way smarter than Clark. So yeah, they fight for a bit because they don't like each other that much, but they realize pretty Pretty quickly that they're ultimately on the same side and decide to work together. When Batman vs Superman was announced, I thought that it was gonna be more like this. I mean, superheroes have to fight each other when they meet. It's like some unwritten rule of superheroes. Maybe it's because they spend so much time fighting other people who dress fucking ridiculous. But I didn't think that this whole movie was gonna be about how these guys hate each other. Though that's probably because I expected Superman or Batman to act like Superman or Batman. Which they, they do not. But for all of the movie's faults, it's not a terrible movie. DC has done much worse since. But let's talk about what we're talking about here. Before I rewatched this, I had only seen it twice. Once in the theaters and once a few weeks after it came out on Blu-ray. I saw it in theaters and I didn't really know how I felt about it. So after watching it a second time, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this movie sucks shit. This is my first time watching the ultimate edition of Batman vs Superman. And I will say that it's better than the theatrical version. I mean, I get why the studio didn't want to release a three-hour movie, but it does flow better pacing-wise. Zack is a strong filmmaker. Oh, oh, sorry, I read that wrong. Zack is a strange filmmaker. He's a member of a very special class of directors. Some I love and some I don't. But all these guys are visual wizards. And Zack is no exception. The movie is just written really, 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 really weird. He's the director and he approved and defends the decisions made in this movie, but it starts with a script, and the script is dumb as fuck. Let's start with our boy in blue. In the beginning of this movie, we see Lois interviewing a terrorist. But well, that goes totally sideways. Hey, Jimmy Olsen is in this movie. What did you just do? These guys who turn out to be working for Luther shoot everyone there and leave before Superman shows up and saves Lois. Now, the government, for some reason, thinks Superman killed all these people. I mean, he definitely killed at least one person. But why does the government think that Superman would have guns with customized bullets? Why is Lois the the only one who notices the bullet in her book. Shouldn't there be six other bullets in the ground? Are all the bodies gonna be riddled with these customized bullets? Do they not check the bodies for bullets? the bullets? Or are or they just, just burned because when they burn they... Sorry, I almost... I, I... I, I got caught up trying to make sense of this movie. Most of the lines in this movie are bad. Unless it sounds like it was explicitly written for the trailer. You don't owe this world a thing. You never did. 20 years in Gotham, how many good guys are left? How many stayed that way? These are interesting questions to raise. Accountability, responsibility, escalation. They just never answer any of those questions, and it all just feels too soon to ask any of them in this universe. I'm probably going to end up saying that a lot throughout this review, but I can't help it. Most of this movie feels forced. Superman has been on the scene for 18 months, and people already hate him. This montage is interesting because we have these philosophers questioning Clark, juxtaposed with showing him saving lies while he's doing them possible. We have always created icons in our own image. 
What we've done is we project ourselves onto him. The fact is maybe he's not some sort of devil or Jesus character. Maybe he's just a guy trying to do the right thing. This looks really cool and that sounds really cool to hear. But this is something that we need to hear Superman say. If this is the story they want to give Superman in this movie, at some point the world needs to hear him say, I'm not your enemy. He said that to the military in the last movie, but he never says that to the people of Earth. And it's kind of fucking arrogant for him to think that he has no reason to. It's like, dude, you just showed up in my house and broke a bunch of shit and then peaced out. Now let's talk about the villain. Lex Luthor is ridiculous in this flick. This guy is visibly unhinged in a way that is yet to be discovered by social scientists. He doesn't even seem smart. He just seems like an insane asshole with a lot of money, which, you know, not intimidating. Luther's tried to frame Superman in the past, but he'd like try to duplicate Superman's powers in an incident to make it seem like it was Clark's fault. He didn't hire guys to shoot people in the head or blow people up. Hey, Mercy Graves is in this movie. Why do you hate fun, Zack? And why does Lex Luthor want Superman to fight Batman? I mean, yeah, Bruce stole his kryptonite, so I guess I can see why he would want to manipulate Clark into fighting him after that, but he's been trying to manipulate Batman into fighting Clark this whole movie. Also, Lex Luthor knows who Batman is? What in the absolute fuck? So his plan is to get Batman to kill Superman, and that way people will see that Superman is... What? What are you hoping is gonna happen after that? Does he just really want to see them fight? Like, cause he's bored? And if that is in fact his plan, to get these guys to fight each other and expose Superman for being a whatever, why create this fucking thing? This has nothing to do with your plan and it's a really bad idea that is definitely gonna land you in jail. It was a bad plan. You plan things badly. So let's talk about the fight. Batman and Superman have fought a lot over the years, but the fight this scene is inspired by is what is commonly known as the final Batman story from the graphic novel, The Dark Knight Returns. In this story, a retired Batman jumps back into action, but is met with resistance because in his absence, the world has changed. Vigilantes aren't as free to do whatever they want anymore, and Superman is under the president's thumb. So when the president finds out that Batman is back and causing a stir, he sends Clark to stop him. This is so interesting, mainly because these guys have fought side by side a million fucking times and now they are both on such opposite sides of the morality spectrum and have been distanced as friends for so long that this fight is actually sad to watch. It's the reason Captain America 3 works so well. We've seen Tony and Steve save the world a few times at this point so seeing them fight under totally understandable circumstances is kind of heartbreaking. Batman and Superman are fantastic fictional characters who've known each other for a long time but in this movie they're fucking clown shoes. Feels like I'm watching two drunk bros fight in a parking lot. There are so many moments where this dude could tell Bruce what is going on, but he decides to push him 40 feet away instead. The fight itself is even kind of boring. It's slow, predictable, and not that fun to watch. I will admit, I was kind of surprised that my nerd mind didn't already know that their moms have the same name, but who fucking cares? That shouldn't keep you from killing this man. Him being a hero should. Him being a person should. Him trying to tell you that Lex is playing you both should. This innocent woman standing between you two should. But not that your moms share the same name. But actually, that brings me to my biggest problem with this movie. They did my boy Bruce so dirty. Characterization of Bruce in this movie is wild. Let's rewind back to the post-apocalyptic scene. This is one of the best scenes in the movie, but it belongs in a different movie. This one shot is epically fucking amazing. Why is it in this movie? When we see Batman in the post-apocalyptic scene, his actions should be way more jarring. He's using guns, murdering people, and trying to track down kryptonite to kill Superman. But in the real world, Batman uses guns, murders people, and tracks down kryptonite to kill Superman. 
But wait! So I guess he falls asleep while waiting for this file to be decrypted, and then he has a dream and wakes up to the Flash saying some probably super important but very vague shit. But no, that was a dream too because he wakes up again, but there are papers flying around in the background so I guess Barry was there. But I guess he was only there a split second ago because the papers are still moving. So Bruce fell back asleep for a second. The scene doesn't make any fucking sense. I could spend so much more time on how this scene doesn't add up, but I don't even, let's just keep going. Batman has a history in the comics of being a bit of a worry wart. The dude created a plan for how to subdue every member of the Justice League for shits and giggles, but he would never actively try to kill Superman because he thought he might be a threat. I do believe that he would go through all this trouble to steal a kryptonite from Lex because Lex is just the worst, but I don't believe for a second that he would be going out of his way to kill another hero. Joker is Batman's greatest villain and has done countless terrible things to cops, innocents, and even people Bruce personally knows and loves, and he would still never kill him. Him. They even hint that Joker killed Tim Drake and that motherfucker is still alive and hanging out with Harley Quinn. But you're gonna straight up murder 10% of the people in this room? Yeah, that tracks. Now I get that a lot of people are like, this is a different Bruce Wayne. He's different because Robin's been killed and that's why he's so angry and acting out of character. Okay, first of all, weird choice to hang up your dead friend's clothes. Second, this is the first time we've seen this Batman. We don't know about any of this other shit. I'm a big old nerd and I had to watch the trailer three times to realize that that was even Robin's costume. And even so, that doesn't explain what the fuck happened or why this affected Bruce. Dude is a fucking maniac in this movie. I do really, really, really like the opening scene. I've said this before, but I love to see my heroes saving people, and I don't feel like that's done enough in these big blockbuster movies. Because it's usually all about this shit instead of this shit. In this scene, though, Bruce Wayne, without the comfort of his suit and gadgets, rushes into a catastrophe to save people. This shot of him running into the plume of smoke while people are running away? That's my shit. Kind of like what Civil War did with the boardroom scene, it also just shows this insanity from a different perspective. Perspective. Superman was being an incredible fuckhead. With great power comes great responsibility, and this guy is taking no responsibility for destroying most of the city. Neither do the filmmakers, though, really. They highlight all of this, but they don't change his actions in any way in the next movie. Later, when we get our standard DC smoke and fire fight, they do all the same wildly destructive shit. We just have side characters claiming that they're in an uninhabited area. Really? No one at all lives in this whole neighborhood? Really? In between two big cities, there are a bunch of buildings and houses and there are no homeless people anywhere. Really. And then we have Doomsday. Like, how much shit can we cram in one movie that doesn't belong in the movie? Superman has a very smart idea of just taking him into space. He could have taken him to the fucking moon, left him there, and came back. He could have thrown him in the goddamn sun if he wanted to. And for all we know, that's exactly what he was gonna do. But then America decided they haven't used a nuke in a while or something, so they shoot one at Doomsday and Superman instead of letting the strongest being in the universe handle it. Then, small wonder, doesn't help. Everyone in this movie is a fucking idiot. So Clark sacrifices himself at the end of the movie even though he doesn't have to. I mean he could have asked Diana to do it. Why doesn't anyone communicate and what the fuck is up with this scene? I admit that I was kind of digging this scene at the beginning. Like the idea of Batman appearing out of nowhere to intimidate an already incarcerated prisoner. Classic Bruce. Whatever you do, wherever you go, I'm watching you. But it goes on for way too long. And then Jesse Eisenberg starts acting fucking weird. He's found us. And he's coming! Why? Why are you acting like this? So the last thing in this movie that pisses me off, and it's only the last thing because it's literally the last moment in the movie. Huh. 
Maybe I didn't like this movie. They make a big deal showing Lois at Clark's casket. Lois takes a clump of dirt and throws it on the casket. There's a close-up on the dirt. They make a big fucking deal about the goddamn dirt. And then the dirt floats for just a moment before it cuts to black. We assume this means that Clark isn't dead, because every time he flies, there's always a little debris floating around. I kinda loved this moment when I saw it the first time in the theaters, because I thought it was a nice homage to The Dark Knight Returns, where Bruce is the one who dies, but also showing that, yeah, Clark can't fucking die. Kind of like when Superman came back to life in the comics. But then, and I know this is jumping ahead a few movies, but then he's still dead in Justice League. It's like, why have this moment? Did you see Inception and think, oh shit, that's dope. I want a moment like that in my movie. Okay, no, I did not like this movie. But there are a lot of great things in it. And to not sound like a completely judgy dick, I want to quickly go over some things that I really liked about the movie. Holly Hunter. I love Holly Hunter and I liked her in this movie. But now I just wish her and Diane Lane switched roles because she would have been the perfect Martha Kent. Alfred. I do love Jeremy Irons as Alfred. I kind of shit on J.I. in my Watchmen review, but he's great in this. He may be my favorite Alfred. It just feels like they brought in Phoebe Wallerbridge to come in and write all of his dialogue. The Batmobile. Even though this scene shows Batman being a fucking psychopathic murderer, I do like how they show how invincible the Batmobile is, and when it crashes into Superman, it's like fucking paper mache. Not sure why Superman didn't ask him what the fuck he was chasing after, but whatever. This is the nice section. Wonder Woman is great in this movie. I love how the camera follows Bruce's eyes after he notices her at the party. And that theme song fucks, don't it? Her interactions with Bruce throughout are just really fun to watch. I always enjoy the love story between Bruce and Diana in the comics and in the Justice League series. They gain a deep respect and admiration for each other. Wonder Woman sees Batman as the closest thing to a warrior the modern age of man has to offer. And Bruce admires how moral and just and kind Diana is. They got this Aragorn and Arwen thing going on. They even at some point have to grapple with the fact that Bruce isn't immortal and they decide to stay together anyway. I think Superman and Diana are a thing in the comics now, but call me old fashioned. I like it when Clark is with Lois. I love how this is Batman's signature move in this flick. I also like how they depicted Superman's funeral, where all the restaurants and businesses are closed and everyone is paying respect to the big guy, and seeing that cut with a much smaller funeral in Smallville. Genuinely, no pun intended. Was a cool way to show the duality of the life of an infamous superhero and his mild-mannered alter ego. I wish we had a moment where it seemed like the world was unified behind him, but it seems like over the course of two whole movies, all we did was ask if the world needs a Superman. And before they figured out whether they even wanted him around, he died. Beyond Superman and Batman acting out of character, which I'm admittedly biased about, this whole movie's failing, and Justice League for that matter. It's just that they put the cart before the horse. The reason the MCU works so well is because they built up to big moments and earned them. Can you imagine if Iron Man, Cap, and Thor took on Thanos? in Iron Man 2? Because that's essentially what happened in this movie, and it feels too soon. Too soon for this, too soon for this, too soon for this, and ultimately, too soon for this. My ranking, it's dumb as fuck. I will say that watching this version of Batman vs Superman got me slightly more excited to see the Snyder Cut of Justice League, but because of the things I just mentioned, I still think that the Snyder Cut is gonna be dumb as fuck. Okay, that's it for this review. Thanks for watching, you guys. Take care, my little Cape Crusaders, and may the force be with you.